Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, we have a great episode of UFC Unfiltered. We have Jason Perillo joining us in studio. James Vick and Justin Gaethje both call in. What a fun episode we have. I'm here too, Jimmy. I said Matt. Oh, did you? I said us. My bad. Shaws are dropped throughout this arena. Nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish. Elbows raining down. Oh! On the button. Are you kidding me? Oh, he heard him again. He's out. This is UFC Unfiltered. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. Good afternoon, or good morning, whenever you're listening to this. I don't know, it's not my business. Matt and I are here. I was Hi. watching a bunch of our, because I never watch the videos we make. I don't watch anything I do. Right. Okay. Um, but I, was, I just don't like the little videos we do promoting UFC Unfiltered. And they were fun. I enjoyed watching them. Actually, oh. I enjoyed watching you and I together. <laughs> but uh, yeah? I, I should let you start so them more. It was more. a weird laugh. What I did. The fuck was that? Did you hear that? Like, I, think like, it's, I think somebody's doing something outside. Sound oh, like a, okay. like a goat. So but, I, um, I was like, I, I, that's not going to work. Do you hear that? Yes, I heard it. it okay. I know you can clean this up for the people at home. Don't. Right? That's not going to be coming out probably. That's, that was that's in there. Really Let them hear it. Weird, man. So like, I noticed that I start those videos all the you time. Do. But I wouldn't like you just because I don't want people to think I'm being a, 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 a fucking verbal bully. Well, you're not being mean to me, though. No, but I mean, I don't always start. Like, Matt's always listen, welcome to start. Listen, man, you could be Batman. I could be Robin when it comes to this whole gig. You understand? I don't know if it, dude, you could be Han. I could be Chewy. Do you want me to keep going? Yep. Okay. That's all I got is two Come on, I got more. two references that nobody gets but other nerds. Just fucking. That's it. You could be Indiana Jones. I could be Short Round. Don't say, don't touch that joke. <laughs> do you hear that noise or no? Yes, I do. It's, it's somebody um, outside. Hold on, so, let me just uh, that's when I sound amazing. like when I'm jacking off. All right, so we'll just let this thing keep well, going. They're, outside. Chris. they're not outside. The fuck? They're in the building. To? This is great. That call is coming from inside the house. They're not outside. Because I'll tell you, I don't remember the. I remember the scene that you just talked about in that movie, and it's one of the most, the best, coolest scenes ever. But that's the only thing I remember in the whole movie. That's that's the most amazing. It was such a great. It's scene. It's called. Um, what is it called? He knows you're alone, and it was a movie about a girl who's getting all these phone calls. Right. Ring. Have you checked the children? Yeah. It was she keeps creepy. getting calls, and the guy keeps saying, "Have you checked the children?" He's yeah. whispering, "Have you checked the children?" And it's a creepy fucking movie. She was a babysitter. Babysitter. The kids are upstairs asleep. Yeah. And then she'd walk around, and you'd hear, "You what the fuck?" It's the cat, you know that type of stuff. And then all of a sudden, she has the police trace the call. And they go, we've traced the call. It's coming from inside the house. Best scene ever, right? Dude, it, the, it was. When did that come out? Um, I want to say. 
He, oh, you know what? A That's not there. a bad what guess. Movie, what movie is this? Yeah, uh, he knows you're alone. I remember as a little kid, I would see it. Say like 77, TV. 78, yeah. Yeah, uh, 80, actually. Okay. That's not yeah. bad. And then all of a sudden, you see the bedroom door. She goes to walk up the steps to get the kids. Yeah. And the bedroom door opens, and you see a shadow. How did, so what happened? Did she survive that? She goes to run out the front door, and she opens it, and there's a guy there. But it's the police. Oh, wait, 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 wait. What about the kids? They were killed. They, they were you dead. serious? You don't really see the kids, but they were dead. That's so depressing. I know, I know. So, wait, so the guy made the call from inside the house. Because he was saying, I can see your blood. He must have called from his cell phone then. No? No, there was an old phone up in the house. <laughs> Is that how he did it? Yeah. Back then they didn't have cell phones, Jimmy. No, I know. There's, there was someone online so did this thing. All of the movie plots that would have been destroyed by cell phones. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You could have just funny. called ahead or you could have just texted. Now I'm going to ask your name some. I don't remember. Not one. Where are you going, Chris? What, like Gilligan's Island? Yes. That would have been different? No, it would have been a reception. Jason Perillo is here. He's, he's coming is he? up. Well, he's coming up. I like Jason. He's going to be in studio with us for the whole episode. We also have Justin Gaethje calling in and James Vick, uh, the Texecutioner against the highlight. They are fighting August 25th, UFC Fight Night, Gaethje versus Vick. Yeah. Um, I like that nickname, the highlight, because it puts no pressure on him to, to win. Well, no, it does it's put a highlight. lot of pressure on him. No. Oh, you're just kidding. Now, is it our doesn't. guest here? Okay, Hi. cool. I'm, I'm just, not the guest. Matt's not the guest, and neither am I. We're here waiting for our guest. Where is he? Uh, he's just taking the elevator up. Okay, I hate Jason my stupid Perillo. fucking nose thing. What? I'm turning my body so you square with me. That way, like, if you go again towards mm. me, I look naturally like I'm just sitting here like this. You do look oh, good. Oh, I thought you were going to... No, I'm done. <laughs> fucking fuck, Jimmy. Jimmy you look good. <laughs> Thank you, You Jimmy. look good. Yeah, um, I've been training. I've been rolling. You know? You have been rolling, right? Sure. Wait, when is the uh, Luis uh, Gomez, uh, J. I want to say this what Saturday. What the fuck is Yeah, it is. It's, it's also this what's Saturday. This Louis J. Gomez. J. Gomez. Yeah. What's his, uh, what's he fighting? This coming Saturday. In Vegas. Jason Ellis yeah. does Ellis Mania. Yeah. Jason's a real MMA. Um, he loves MMA, and you know he practices it. And yeah. he's, he's a tough guy, man. He's a, kind of nuts, but um, he does I it every year. It's very successful, Ellis Mania. James Vick versus Justin Gay. What up, Jason Perillo? Hello, Jason. I'm gonna. I'm hitting the applause button. People don't know though. Uh, you can't hear it though. Hold on. I'm hitting Good this How as I get up the hug. No, come around. I hug. What up, man? How are you? That's a hugger. We saw you in Vegas, right? I think that's the last time yes. I saw you was in Vegas. Have we ever officially met? I mean, I know I've I said hello to you. I introduced myself to you there. You, that's, it was outside. It was outside, but it was inside. I introduced you because I sat right by you. I came down. Me and BJ Penn sat you by you. Oh, that's if you remember. Yep, I do. And then. Um, we said goodnight outside at the yeah. end. Okay, so I was getting We hugged and kissed outside. Oh, it was nice. Yeah, it was. <laughs> More than I expected. James is not, a, James is not a, a huge dude. Like, he could be like your tough, older, younger brother. Yeah. yeah let's yeah. say older, but you know, he's probably a little younger. How old are you? You're my age. 44. Look at that. And you, and class of 92. Boom. Right? Boom. Yeah. What did you do fuck, before you fought? Fuck you were the class of 92. Isn't that your That was your thing? That no, but I wish yeah. I would have thought of that back in 92. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, what, what was your, is that uh, your thing? No, well, now, no, is that a not class of '92 thing? Well, that's a, yeah, like not, I was class of '86. Huh? Class oh. of '86, I suck dicks. <laughs> <laughs> wow! That, that, did, you, did you know that back then, Jimmy? Did you know that back then? I've known that since I was five, man. All right, that's a whole <laughs> So wait, so are you? What are you doing down, buddy? Um, I'm out here with uh, you know Ruka RBCA. You know the company. It's it's a company that sponsors me. It's a it's a it's a life brand company, Ruka. It's, I thought it was a vape pen company. No, it's a it's like surf skate. <laughs> like Louis J. Gomez, artist. 
uh, graffiti artists, uh, MMA, jujitsu. Like they, they sponsor uh, just a plethora of different uh, different realms. Are they of looking life. for former champions that are now oh, podcast podcast hosts? No, I'm only kidding. Like, Why am I making this? What do they have you sponsor? do? Do they have you make? Do they have you make appearances? Or what do you? Yeah, talks? I came out. Yeah, when I came out and taught a class, I oh, taught a did. class to at a. I had a gym called Overthrow. Do you know the gym Overthrow? Here's a boxing gym. No, where is that? No, at? It's in uh, somewhere. Oh, somewhere. it's here in New York? It's here in New York. Uh, well, I mean, dude, New York. It's in New York City. I mean, shit. There's so many places, but go ahead. I, I taught a class with a, with a female fighter from New York, Alicia Alicia Napoleon or something. Like She's a world WBO world champion or something. WC okay. maybe. Uh, something, something, something. I don't know. I'm just out here for that. I, I'm an advocate for Ruka, so I, they have me come and do these things sometimes and they actually originally wanted me to come out and do kind of a, a seminar with tough guys. I said, I only do girls on the road, you know. You do? I only train girls that don't know how to throw punches. Why? Do you prefer that? It just, well, I, well, I'll just say, well, if I'm going to go train guys that want to make some money doing it, I'm going to make some money also at it, won't I? Sure, sure. <laughs> so you, uh, now you, you, what did you do before you boxed? Not I uh, just grew up. I started boxing when I was young. Started, you know, when I was a kid. Um, I started, did martial arts. I mean, I did a lot of shit when I was a kid, but I was always into the kind of the whole the whole fighting world. And where was that, dude? Where did you grow up? From New York originally, um, really? upstate New York, oh. actually. And uh, I uh, grew up in Orange County. Oh, okay. Trained at a gym called Westminster Boxing Club, which yeah, they oh, I've lot, heard of that. Yeah, they had who a lot got of you involved in the boxing? Though? Your father? Your... Nah, well, myself. I got involved in martial arts when I was a kid, and. Um, I, in high school, there was a kid by the name of Sean McCauley. I don't know if you know. Sean McCauley fought in the mm. early, early, mm. early MMA. Oh, or, yeah, No sure. holds barred. He fought Eric Colson back when he was a kid. He was, was like he 22. Was he King of the Cage or something? Or am I off with that? He was, no. Was he, Sean he, what? He might have done a King Kid, yeah. No, I know. For sure. I'm a Muay Thai guy. No? Yeah, Muay Thai guy. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, me and Sean started training together when I was a kid. And he, he actually, he drove, which I didn't because I was too young, but he drove me over to Westminster Boxing Club, introduced me to Jesse Reed, who was my boxing coach. And, Were you getting bullied at the time or picked? A lot of people going to the getting beat up, of right? Of course, of course, yeah. I mean, I've always got, I was a little, fuck, when I graduated high school, I was five foot, 98 pounds. Yeah. You know? And I'm like two inches bigger than that now. No, but I mean, I'm not much bigger, but I grew, I put, grew eight, nine inches out of high school and put on some weight and I was a little I was a little fuck what, what was the first sorry man what was the first time somebody realized like oh this guy knows how to fight now we can't fuck with him anymore well I always was crazy though I always was that crazy guy that's still gonna stick their thumb in your eye yeah. do you know what I mean yeah. so I, I, I Prillo's it, got that little crazy look yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, think that's why we, I think that's why we hit it off when I met him <laughs> But and, and Sean McCauley as well. I mean, now that's my that was my boy, and he was he was the baddest guy in high school at the time. So, you know, it once they knew I, I was training with that guy, ages, man. nobody was going to fuck with him. Oh, okay. Sean McCauley. He was he. I don't. Did he? he didn't fight. He he was scheduled to fight in the UFC fight, but he didn't. He was. It was no holds barred. He fought with his bare knuckle. Oh no, yeah, I know. I know. I'm trying to think of some of his fights. Get, look up Sean yeah, McCauley and some of the. Let's give yeah. him some. Props. You know who that's, taught me how to throw a punch? Who? Jerry Cooney. Oh, did he? Wow. Yeah, I, I know Jerry from the radios. Uh, he's over at Sirius. And he was showing me how to throw. He's a big man. He, he's a very big he man. He really knows how to throw a punch. He's from Huntington. Oh, yeah. where I, I don't remember, right, of course. Yeah, yeah, Sean McCulley uh, went three and six in uh, MMA. He never fought in the UFC, though. Well, we, well, didn't, we didn't have to mention his record. I was just going to fucking twist the producer. Just shit on the guy. Listen, why do you... <laughs> Yeah, could you name some of his last fights? Yeah. Yeah. Give me some of the guys he fought. He's he a was, and the way he said it, he's three, he's three and six. Hey, why are we bring up this record. guy? 
Never oh, won Jesus UFC. No, hey, his, his last fight was in 2008. He won his last fight. He had a decision in 2008. I, I, I worked his corner for that fight, matter of fact. But, but Sean McCauley was a what? Sean McCauley was a street. Sean McCauley was a killer. Sean McCauley lives. Put it this way: Sean McCauley lives in Costa Rica right now. He's out there by himself. He's doing he's, good. Yeah, well, yeah, he's doing good, but he's he's not living here. You know what I mean? That's because yeah. Sean lives a wild, wild life. He does. Uh, yeah, and he's a, he's a wild guy, and he's a, he's a tough guy. He's a good name guy. the last three guys he fought. I know. I what's know he look the, like? Uh, I can put it up. Gabriel uh, Flucher, I guess how you pronounce it. Oh, Flucher. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, Valenico Vitali. You know Valenico from <laughs> Valenico. Oh yeah, oh for sure. That's an old. That's a, and that's then that's Archer that's Mariano. Oh man, I remember these. Fights. Oh yeah, he fought Heath Herring. There you go. That's a name. Heath Herring. He, he, how big? Wait, wait. See, wait, Sean McCauley was Sean McCauley short. Sean McCauley's five yeah, foot six. He's shorter than me. Yeah. And he and he's, he's probably natural. Those guys five foot six though, Jay. You gotta watch. He's your height. Yeah. <laughs> is, he, is he uncomfortable in a street confrontation? Oh God, he's a wild man in a street confrontation. That's the thing. That's what that's what got Sean into fighting. You you uh. He, he's quick to jump on you. He don't, even, don't even look like him, right? Is that him? Yeah, he's a lot bolder now. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, listen. Well, Sean, I'm glad you got to be on this today. There you go, yeah. Sean. You're a legend. So now, how did you? So you were boxing, and you got your eye injured, correct? What I happened did. with that? I did. I um. Uh, it's a thumb. I have double. I have double vision in my left eye. I got like at certain angles. If I look at you, you'll see it kind of start floating. Yeah. I got nerve damage in there. I got detached, but I got nerve damage. Is that from? The from from boxing, yeah. What from happened? Did you get a thumb in the eye, or was it just from getting it's accumulation? In in one specific hit, I, I was at uh, I was actually in wild card in L.A. and I was sparring a middleweight, which I probably shouldn't be sparring middle. I'm, I'm little, I I fought at welterweight, which probably was a little big for me as well. But um, uh, he caught, I got drilled with a straight right hand in the eye, and right away, right away, I, yeah, I reached, it, it would I, right away it went double. Um, so what did you do? Did you say stop? Did you put your hand? No, up? no, I kept boxing. Of course, you don't say stop. <laughs> oh, not, in spar- not in a match. Yeah, yeah, not not, not, in the not sparring. Yeah, sure. not in the middle of the round. Yeah. Um, no, we went a couple more rounds, and then I got. I go, hey Jess, you know, I go, sorry. He goes, you must have got Vaseline or something. I said, like, I don't know. And uh, it it stayed like that for a good. I I fought two fights with it like that. Matter of fact, my last two fights I fought like that, and then I got. Uh, Did you have floaters? In your I own? had tons of floaters. You see, I, like, I like, still, you see yeah. the black? Like, like, I still got those. Yeah. No, those I, are, I had those them are, since I fought BJ Did, did you do more damage, like, though? I almost brought BJ with me today. He's out here with us, too. I, oh, you I should have brought him. I thought that would have been cool. I didn't know he's here. Yeah. It fucking would have been great. Um, but we're happy to have you. But, uh, so the I the I went out. I fought a couple times, and then I went and saw a doctor. I was training with a. I don't know if you you guys know any fighters from Pittsburgh. I trained with a guy named uh, Paul Spadafora, who was a Pittsburgh kid. He was IBF lightweight champion. There was a, there was a well, the back in the day. Back there was the a day. thing called Pitts Pen. I, I'm just giving them a shout out because it was yeah. like on the East Coast. They had like a couple of very few MMA gyms back in the day. Like when it just started, and that was one that started up. And it was, I just remember Pitts Pen from Pittsburgh. He was a boxer. Like, he was a lightweight boxer. He had a doctor, an eye doctor out there that took me and took me in and t- did a lot of eye work on me, fixed my deta- fixed the, the detachment, but uh, I was stuck with nerve damage. Did you do more damage by continuing to fall? Like if you had just stopped right then and went and got a look at it, I wonder. I wonder if I might not have got the nerve damage. You're you lucky know you're I mean? not blind. Though. I mean, that's a- well, that's what he said too. He said, I mean, and in all reality, I could have fought again. To be totally honest, between you guys, the, the, the problem is, is, is. That's just a choice if I want to take a risk in yeah. going blind in the left eye. And at the time, I had got my 
girl at the time pregnant with twins. I'm making low-level fucking boxing pay. You know, it's not like I was up yeah. at the top of the mountain, you know. Yeah. So I wasn't getting, I, and, and I was risking a blind. But I still tried to come back and then lost half my left arm. How'd you lose hat left? Your what the fuck are you doing? What is that? What the, what yeah, you your doing? pinky is bent without yeah. moving. Yeah, it's right there. I, what I, happened I, I, got, I got nerve damage there. I can't. What happened to your arm, dude? Yellow. Um, some bouncers in a nightclub didn't. Oh, you got fucked up? Got fucked up. What happened? Really? Were, you, were you drunk or what happened? Were you fighting with them? It's a really, it's too long of a story. In a it's nutshell, a really, was, it, was it your fault or their fault? It was, a, it was a, the lawsuit became my, it was their fault. Okay. But yeah. <laughs> I had to do lie. I mean, the, these guys, yeah. this guy's did a tap dance. I mean, and it's, a, it's really a long, interesting, fun yeah. story to hear, but we just don't have time for it. But yeah, I, uh, I got, I got, I had some problems with people and, uh, and they, and, and you basically, I don't know if you got jumped, but your, your I did. So I your did. arm got, so you got, were you in a yeah, I was, I was up, I, I was up, I was up in the air like this. I had, I had one guy on the police report is me. Each guy was six foot three, six uh, foot five, two. I mean, big dudes. They just held me. In one of those room. nights, Jimmy. Yeah. yeah. Jimmy's yeah. like, I've been there. I've never had one of those. Thank <laughs> goodness. But I'm so, I don't, so I don't drink, so I would always you. talk so, my way out of it. So what happened to your pinky? It's the nerve damage. It, the pinky, it runs all the way down here. You can see the muscle atrophy a little through my arm wow. here. And then look at right there. Can you see my hand? Yeah. Are you, but you, it doesn't hurt. See the, me, the, see the meat on the hand? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. How does it feel holding the pants? It's a for pool. It's perfect. What? <laughs> How does it feel for like <laughs> or holding tea? I don't. Know. Can you still make a? But, can you still punch with that? I hand? can make a fist. Yeah. But, if you have to punch, uh, you can punch. If I but, have to. Yeah. But when you're holding the pads, no problems at all. My elbows give me some problems. My yeah, shoulders. I mean, they, they give everybody problems. And I got some big guys sitting in front of me hitting. It's not like I got you yeah. know. And some good punchers. So no, yeah, that bothers me. It does. Now, how did you get into the training? aspect of everything now you, you found out you couldn't fight anymore you're like all right well prior, now what prior to that sean mccauley the guy we we're just talking yes about, he we opened up a gym <laughs> called la boxing back oh. in 1992 became a franchise i mean it was like so i've always been around helping people holding hand i've been yeah. i've been holding hand pads to make a living since i was 18 years old oh. So as I would, I would go box myself and come back and put people on them and train oh. people, you know, at, at the gym. Cool. Um, that gym, that LA boxing went off. They did. It's now the UFC gym. So the UFC gyms actually bought out their franchise. Oh. Um, but uh, I lost my train of thought. You're like you, me. You were talking yeah. about getting into the training. Also. Yeah, getting it, into the training. You said you've been training yes. since you're 18. Yeah. Training people, making the living with pads since you're yeah, 18. Making, yeah, exactly. And and I my, now my coach who felt that I had a lot of potential to be a, a world trade, do something with the with a boxing game, would take me on the road. He worked with like Johnny Tapia. He worked with. Worked a lot. I, I worked. Uh, I don't know if you remember Gabriel Relis, Francois Botha. Botha, jo sure. Johnny Tapia. I hope you guys. Was he know a South Johnny African guy? No, Francois Botha. South Bo African. He was. Yeah. 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 He won the South. He won the IBF uh, heavyweight title. I think he got stripped though. But um, Johnny Why? Tapia, who I was a mitt man, I, I, I sparred with him when I was a fighter. I was an amateur. Um, Jesse told him that I was a pro, so I can go up there and work with him and, and make a little bit of money. And then years later. He was looking for a mitt coach, and Jesse was coaching him at the same time. He thought Jesse was a little older, and wanted he wanted Jesse to watch him kind of from the sidelines in the mitts. And Johnny Tapia hired me to go out there. He interviewed for it. Didn't both of fight? Am I maybe I'm missing? Did both of fight Tyson? He did. He didn't. He, he lost. Was, yeah, he was whooping him in the in that fourth round. He got knocked out. Okay, yeah, was, I don't remember the fight. I just remember that he those... got knocked. They show it a lot. He gets crumbled. He died. I probably was probably in the highlight. Is it one? It's like Tyson's highlight reel. It's a highlight reel one for sure. Where he, he hit, and he, the guy just. I mean, he just crumbles and he hits him with a short right hand and he just snoozes. And as a fighter, I always thought Tyson was kind of underrated because you know that, that whole that, that whole peekaboo style that Cus taught. Like some people said that wasn't bad. I mean, the underrated people are like oh, he just hit hard, but he was a really fast. 
Uh, and a hard worker. Yeah. A very, very hard, hard worker. He's got tremendous reflexes. He had everything he needed to be a fighter. Did he have the best fundamentals? Probably not. I mean, there's a lot of boxing coach. coaches are anal retentive about fundamentals. I mean, what you need to stick with some basics, and everybody has their, their basic foundation of fundamentals. But, yeah, people can be anal retentive about his actual fundamentals. But Who had the best you ever saw fundamentals? Fundamentals. Larry Holmes? Larry Holmes, that's a good one. That's, that's a good guess. one. That is a good one, though. That's like with the jab, the way he, the way oh, he postures that himself. Fucking, that donkey leg jab he had was fucking <laughs> murder. He's, I think he's the most underrated guy ever. Really? Yeah, just Oh, yeah, no, you're right. He didn't have, yeah, he did. He kind of, well, he was in the shadow of Muhammad Ali for so long, though, wasn't yeah. he? And he yeah. said some things that bothered people. Yeah. He was not, not the smoothest in interviews, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I think of Larry Holmes, I think him walking over a, a car. In a street altercation, Wait, to try who, to get this. Was that Trevor Burbick that happened with? <laughs> yeah, it was Larry Holmes though. Yeah, yeah. yeah but was that Holmes and Trevor Burbick fighting on a hardcore? That's a. Some Larry, people just got that thing with him, just not that likable. Yeah. I met like, Larry Holmes at what my I think it was my third professional fight. <laughs> Larry Holmes was there, and he was going to fight on the same. I was going to fight on the same an undercard at the. It was obviously uh, maybe he was whatever he was doing. You know how these late fighters, these fighters at the end of the day, sure. you know. You know, reaching for straws sometimes. Making no some money. To him. Yeah. Yeah, just trying to make a few dollars. And uh, Tyson beat him pretty badly. Yeah. But he cried after he beat uh, Ali. If you saw that, that documentary, he cried. He didn't want to beat up Ali. He yeah. loved Ali. But he had his number, obviously. You get in front of a guy enough times and you're that much younger, I guess. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, how just, old was Ali at the time he fought Larry Holmes? My guess is 38 or 40. It was his last fight. Oh, no, it maybe fought twice. Really? I yeah. thought it was his last. It's the first time I ever lost money. I bet $1.50 on Ali in quarters, and I lost. <laughs> I want to say he was 38. And back then, a 38 is probably older I, than I could be wrong, now. too. You know what I mean? Let's see. When he fought Holmes. It was 81, I think. Yeah, it was 80. So Ali was born, let's say. Oh, uh, you doing the math now? Are you still doing yeah. stand-up? Yeah, yeah, every night almost. Really, every night? You doing I did it, it last night, yeah. You doing it tonight? I might do it, yeah. I might do a spot down at the Comedy Cellar. It goes back and forth. I'm not always sure, but I might do it tonight. If you're around, let me know. Yeah, I would love to come sure. check it out. Man. He was 38, Elliot. He was, point. yeah. yeah. Uh, and that was, that was old. That was old. He had been a tough, it was a tough 38. How did you, um, how'd you get involved with uh, the MMA? I know you just started holding pads and stuff, but I know Justin McCauley, but with, uh, with BJ Penn. I was gonna That's who you're thinking, Justin. That's Sean's younger brother. What did I just say? You said Justin. I meant fuck. Oh, I know what Justin... Oh, why well, also Justin Gaethje's name's up there. Oh, but okay. also, no, no, Justin... Oh, okay. He was, he was yeah, heavyweight? Heavyweight, yeah. See that? I knew I knew those McCulley's. But how'd you get involved with BJ? Because that's when BJ I... BJ... He was the first guy, like, real notable guy that... We've seen you in the corner. Hundred percent, right? No, hundred percent. He, yeah. he catapulted me really. I mean, I've, 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 I mess around with the guys, and I'm down by Huntington Beach. And I live in Newport Beach. I mean, there's a lot of MMA. Like MMA was, you know, Tito, yeah, all sure. these guys. I mean, I trained with a lot of these guys when I was fighting, but I didn't focus on making a living train coaching them. You know, my my, I'd, I'd help a lot of these guys on the mitts. I've always. Long, I remember Long Goez. Do you remember Long Goez, the jiu-jitsu guy? There's a, lo- yeah, yeah, there's, if there's a lot of them down there. I mean, there's tons of them. I can go on names of guys yeah. that you don't even know. But, but, MMA- but as far as you be, people getting to know you, What's it, your BJ it was Penn? with BJ Penn. So how did you meet BJ? BJ met before he fought. Uni? Is it Uno? Oh, yeah. Uno. Uh, Uno. Uno. Uni? Uni. Uno. Uno or Uni? Yeah, was, no, why Uni is delicious, but yeah. <laughs> you're a big sushi guy. <laughs> Uno. <laughs> He flat, he flat. No, but I, I met him. He came down and trained a little. He trained a little bit down in uh, in Costa Mesa, yeah. and then that's the fight. Left, he, the fight and before left, I and fought I, him. That and, Uno fight. 
and I and I didn't work with him. I was still actually fighting myself at the time, and then a couple of years later, um, when all this fucking debauchery happened to me, um, Ruka. Pat Tenori, the founder of Ruka, that sponsored BJ since his jujitsu days, because they've been. Pat was a big, was a, was very big into jujitsu. Uh. So he he have always sponsored BJ, and when he was fighting Jens Pulver for the second fight, he said, "Hey, we got to bring Perello out there because Jen kind of fancied himself as a boxer." And, yeah, you know. So I went out there, and we really, you know, just really hit it off. And he liked my he liked my style. You know, he just liked what I did for him, and. And it just, it, I just stayed with it because he won a world title two fights after that or yeah. whatever, then and defended it. He was in the peak of his career, you know, when we were working together. Did you work with him when he fought Diego Sanchez? Yes, that might have been one of his best performances. That ever. was yeah. Styles make fights also, and that, Diego is a very funny big, story of that fight. Is the yeah. fifth round going to the fifth round? I say. He's, he's, I mean, he is just whooping fucking Diego. I mean, when you're there, it's different. I mean, if you're watching on TV, he's a good fight, whatever. When you're there, you could tell when a guy's, you could feel the yeah. guy dominating the guy. You know what I mean, Matt? Yeah. And um, we're sitting there. And, 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 and fourth, between the fourth or fifth, I walk in and he says it to me right now. It's funny because me and him talk after, obviously. And he, I walk up to him and you got a minute to talk to your guy yeah. in between rounds. I walk up and, I, and I, I spend 10 seconds turning away. His brother stayed there and fucking, you know, he stayed talking to him, or like rooting and hollering or whatever. But I walked up and said, Look at BJ, you got two choices. You can win this on decision or you can get this guy out of here. It's up to you. And I just turn around and walk away. And later after the fight, he walked, He comes up to me back over at the hotel, and he goes, Jay, you made me feel like such a pussy when you said that to me. <laughs> no, but, you know, but, but that wasn't my, 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 I hit what I was trying to hit. Yeah, exactly. I wasn't trying to make a fair play. I'm just letting him know. Listen, yeah. bud. Because sometimes you don't know. You're, you're staying safe. You're staying conscious yeah. now still a little bit. You're just trying to stay ahead and make sure you win the fight. I, you know, you're dominating this fight. Go get this fucking guy out of there. Then again, Chell Sonnen probably uh, took, took that advice horribly and then against Anderson Silva. I was like, why did I just fucking <laughs> right? just dodge him a little bit? Well, yeah. Try yeah. to pass the guard a little bit. Well, I can but, go either uh, way. But with that fight with BJ in particular, because BJ's been um, criticized sometimes for not having the best cardio, you know? Maybe... That, maybe I don't, I don't want to say yes, men, because that's I love BJ, but mm -hmm. but having people around that are maybe not going to push him the most. Well, he does, you know, he so, does, you know, yes. he, and he has over the years, and that, and that's what I mean. It, me and him have, have had ups and downs, yeah. you know, over a lot of this stuff. But that fight in particular, what was so right about it? What did he? Do, what did he do so right of in that camp? He was well. You got, you got to remember, this is what happened. You, you got you got you got. Let's let's go from Joe Stevenson when he won the title. He beat Joe oh my Stevenson. Goodness. He beat Sean Shirk, who was at the time a, a fucking cardio oh, that was great fucking king. At the time, everybody talked about the Sean Shirk being just a fucking cardio. Oh, yeah. The you remember oh, the videos yeah. they play of that guy? Just but, Dude, who was out of breath in the fifth round when BJ oh, stopped him? He was out of breath and BJ had a full tank of gas. You know, you go, what does, he does have problems here and there, cardio, but you remember it's always at a heavier weight too. BJ is yeah. 155, natural 155 pounds. Him going up to fight 170s even over, he's going out of yeah. his league or going out of his weight class and then going up at 185. He goes up at all these weight classes. You know, of course he fights GSP for the second time, loses that fight, as, you know, and that yeah. kind of, oh, was he, was it a cardio thing? It's a fucking size thing, fellas. I mean, I, yeah. I don't know if you want to. What up, Chris the producer? No, I was just going to say, I'm going to get James Vick on the phone. Okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to no problem. I see you doing sign language. But, uh, no, yeah, no, listen. I, I love BJ. I well, then you got, you got Kenny Florian. They came and beat Kenny Florian. Cardio was fine. Beat yeah. him in the fifth, fourth, or fifth round. Yeah. 
Diego fourth or fifth round. I mean, you're right though. I mean, cardio no, but has. You've, but but you did that specific. But listen, it is also styles make fights. A lot of these guys, when anybody was really more of a grappler trying to force that kind of fight with BJ, he is. And I, knowing by also by fighting them, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I remember getting ready. Uh, I remember before I fought BJ really quick. It's kind of funny. Is I was about to walk downstairs to fight him, and they go, "Oh no, talk to Caesar," because I was cool with Caesar Gracie, right? And uh, I forgot who got him on the phone for me. Gil, Gil Castillo. You know, Gil Castillo, that's another old school dude. So he, get, he gets Vegas? on the phone and Caesar's like, yeah, um, no. He's, he's in he's Vegas from, now? He might, and I'm not sure if he's in Vegas. Oh, okay. I'm not sure. But anyway, he's an old school dude. He fought for the championship and stuff. But uh, versus Dave Manet back in the day. But uh, anyway, he goes, yeah, talk to Caesar real quick. So he gets, Caesar gets on the phone with me and he's like, hey, listen, man, um, all I know is he's been working his stand-up really good. And listen, Division One wrestlers, they're not getting him down. So I'm like, hey, dude, why, why am I even showing up, Caesar? Like, dude, it was the worst pre-fight. There's certain guys. like You're supposed it, to give you confidence. Meant, they wanted a little mean, confidence. It was meant to mean well, like to watch out for this. But I'm like, hey, dude, so what the fuck you want me to do here? I'm, going, I'm literally about to go down to fight the guy. And uh, he basically just let me know that the guy's just a bad motherfucker, which I knew already. Yeah, but you didn't need that to be reiterated. No, I didn't. Well, he just said, "Hey, you can beat this guy." I he, handed they, it back they, to Gil. Good I'm advice like, to you. Said, yeah. "Hey, man, you can go out there and beat you this guy." You don't need Mickey. He'll knock you tomorrow, <laughs> <laughs> no, But uh, but he's so flexible when you get a hold of his leg, and oh, it's, so I mean, his it flexibility's on another level. It's yeah, crazy. It doesn't take much for him to. Uh, he doesn't exert a ton of energy taking away that stuff, you right. know? So when you see Sean Shirk usually dumping people, bigger dudes, he's a little little tank uh, with no neck. I mean, he'd be in deep on that leg, and that leg's getting folded in the hand. Yeah. DJ's just, like, sprawled with his leg. He doesn't matter, man. Sorry, we got James uh, James Vick uh, on the phone. What's up, James? Hold on one second. We were just about to get <laughs> I can't hear you. Oh. Come on, I turned man. my mic off because I was okay. on the phone. We're, we're, about, we're just about to get him. Hold oh, on. all right. Yeah, so I'm not going to break into another story. Another well, no, but it's, it's fair to say that BJ's had cardio problems, I guess, over the, here and there. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but, but I, for, he's for a me, freaking styles, legend. Styles is, do make fights, and and its size does. It's the reason why there's weight clouts. There no, really is. Right. Me, yes, we got James oh. on the phone. Okay, we need to get back to that. Hello, James. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. You're talking to Matt Sarah, a UFC legend, Jim Norton, uh, and, and, of course, Jason Perillo. Uh uh, boxing coach and uh, just general good guy. General nice person. <laughs> it's a good person. What's up, James? I know who What's that? I said I know who everyone is. Okay, good. Uh, he really, James is like, all right, moving along, motherfuckers. <laughs> I got a fight tomorrow yeah. or Saturday. Saturday night in uh, in Lincoln. Now, are you in Nebraska now? Yes, sir. Let me ask you. Know, you go to Nebraska. It's not known for being a hotbed of fun activity. What do you do there? Cut weight. <laughs> you just kind of cut so, weight. Yeah, well, I'm just, I mean, I'm just, you know, before the fight, I don't really do much anyway. And then I'm not really staying after either. I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to head back to Texas the day after. Okay, so you a guy, like, some people like to just to kind of go out and distract themselves. Are you just kind of a stay in the hotel room, cut the weight, and then go back to the room and do nothing guy? Yeah, pretty much. That's pretty much all I do five weeks. Uh, and do you ever have trouble sleeping the night before you're fighting? The night before, no. Um... Not, not really. How did this fight come about between you and Justin? Well, I was scheduled. I was scheduled to fight Paul Felder, and a couple of weeks before that fight was going to happen, I got a call from Sean Shelby saying that Ally Quinta wasn't going to fight. He was out, and um, 
if I asked if I wanted to replace, if I wanted to take the fight, and I said, yeah. So then that's, you know, that's pretty much how, how it got happened. Oh, okay. Uh, and what did you think of Felder versus Mike Perry? Um, I thought it was a good fight. I thought, it, I mean, I thought if Felder wouldn't have broke his arm, he probably would have won that fight. I mean, he barely lost a decision with, with one hand. Um, it was a, it was an exciting fight though. It was, it was competitive and it was a good fight. That's a good point. You know what? I forgot Paul uh, Felder. Was it his first arm, first round, or second round he broke his arm? The first round, I believe. Yeah, and I, I didn't see it. I, I watched that fight twice, and I didn't notice where his arm was was, was hurt. Yeah, I didn't notice. I just uh, uh, I knew that I didn't, I didn't know knew what was going on, but I was wondering why he wasn't throwing the whole fight. But now then we found out later. He was, your fight, sorry, buddy. You, you, the main event, obviously, you're fighting Gaethje. Now he was 18 and 0, and then he, he dropped two to, uh, to. I mean, great fights with with Eddie Alvarez. But you, you know, you're, you're kind of fighting a guy on a two fight. Uh, I guess it's a two fight losing streak. So uh, I mean, he's probably a very very dangerous guy. Uh, how do you approach this? I mean, he's dangerous always, just because of the way he fights. I mean, uh, but I, I'm I'm not fighting him. He's fighting me in my mind. So I, 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 I approach this fight the way I approach every fight. I like that. that. You know, he's gonna he's gonna have to change his game plan for me, not not the other way around. Are you still working with uh, Lloyd Irvin? Yes, sir. All right. Now, how'd you get hooked up with Lloyd? Well, um, he was one of the coaches on the Ultimate Fighter show uh, when I was on there in 2012, oh, and right. we had a really good connection. And after the show, I went out there and I stayed for a while, and you know, I loved it, and ever been going there ever since. Now, you've been screaming about getting some respect in those post-fight um, interviews, and rightfully so. I think you deserve it, man. You've been kicking ass, and you're saying, how come I'm not getting the attention? I'm kicking everybody's ass. Now, with, a, with a, a name like Justin Gaethje, and now you're the main event, do you feel like you're getting the respect you deserve? Uh, I mean, well, yeah, we'll see after, after the fight how things go, but um, uh, I mean, we'll see. If, you know, I, I just feel like I should have been promoting more back in the, you know, but I'm not going to cry over spilled milk anymore. I'm about to yeah. change my life on Saturday night. That's the way I see it. Saturday night, I'm going to knock this guy, and I'm going to change my life, and then I'm going to um, be one or two fights away from the world title. Now, if you, if you win this fight... Uh, you know, you're 10 now. You're obviously going to jump up a little bit. Who do you have in mind? I know you don't look past Justin Gaethje, but there's got to be somebody in mind you think strategically would be a good fight for you. Now, again, F Ferguson has just been, I guess, you know, he's training again. Nobody knows what he's going to do, but he's probably not going to want to fight. You know, he's probably going to want to fight uh, the winner of, uh, you know, Khabib and Connor. So uh, who do you have in mind calling it out? And you got Dustin fighting uh, uh, Nate Diaz. So who do you have in mind? Um, I have a couple people in mind, but I'm, I'm going to wait until Saturday. i got to wait to see that. Okay, but you do have somebody in mind you might want to call out. Yeah, for sure. And I don't see, even with like Ferguson or, or Poulier and Nate and all these guys, um, I mean, realistically, we all know most likely the winner of Khabib and Connor probably is not going to fight for another year after that. Well, you if, know, it's not like they're around a fight in a few months after that anyway. So there's no point in any of these guys just setting out that you know that that amount of time. You know, I don't know about that. It, it depends on how long that fight goes. If that's a fa you know, because everyone's got kind of Khabib picked. Uh, what do you What do you think of that fight? Before I give my opinion on it, what do you think? I mean, I think I think that Connor has a better chance than people think. I mean, he's a slick southpaw with big power. Um, but that being said, if I think if you know. It, Khabib gets him down. I don't think Connor's getting up, and I think maybe he can survive the round and have another chance at the beginning of the next round. But once he gets put on his back, I don't feel like you know the control Khabib has, and Connor has showed you know really not that great of a ground game. So I think that, I think he would be in trouble.
Yeah, I, I agree with you. Exactly. I think he has a better shot because he could catch him with that left coming in. And if he catches him with that left, um, you know, I don't know if Khabib has been hit as hard as Connor is going to hit him. I do think he has a shot at that. But if Connor wins that fight in the first or second round and it's a relatively painless win, he very well may fight again because there's a big payday in it. And, uh, you know, he, he wouldn't, he, probably his confidence would be up because he's gotten through Khabib. Not that his confidence isn't up, but I think he avoided Khabib for a little while. Yeah, and even if he did fight again, I bet he would, he would turn around and, and, and uh, say Nate Diaz wins the fight. It'd be a trilogy with Nate Diaz before it would be anybody else, I think. Just because these guys, I get it, these guys are only interested in big money fights now. You know, so, especially those guys. So I just think that it's going to be hard for any of us to be getting a world title shot in the next in the next year after the after the fight. I think it all depends on who's louder. I mean, look, everybody wants to see him in Ferguson. He's saying he wouldn't sign with Ferguson because he'd be afraid that he wouldn't make the fight. But I mean, who doesn't want to see Kevin Lee fight? Uh, uh, Connor, that would also be a big fight because Kevin Lee is, is very good at keeping himself in, uh, you know, in the forefront. But a uh, Nate Diaz fight again. A lot of people want to see it personally. I don't need to see a third fight between those two. But um, you know, that's uh, not up to me. Well, I'm looking forward to see James Vick versus Justin Gaethje this weekend. I'm gonna hit the fucking applause button for this thing. This is a fucking amazing fight. <laughs> Fuck. Hey, listen, tell Mr. Lloyd I said hello. I don't know if he told you. I don't know. Well, not that you fucking would ever bring it up. I don't know why it would come up. But I, I, I go way back with Lloyd Irvin from the uh, from the early days of the NHB. So just tell him I said hello. I know y'all are both most of the things. So he, he talked about you before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, we go way back. Make sure you tell him I said hello. And uh, that's pretty much it, man. want to wish you the best of luck, man. Yeah, good luck, James. It was good talking best to you again. Best of luck, bud. Yes, sir. Y'all tune, y'all, man. Y'all tune, y'all tune in Saturday because I'm changing my life. I'm knocking this little fucking guy out. He's going to swing within three rounds, and you know it's on to bigger and better things for me. Okay, well, we're looking forward to see who um, you call out if you win. I'll be there live to see you, bud. Yeah, Jason Perilla will be there. All right. Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. Good luck. Good yeah. luck, James. All right, James Vic. All right, man. James is he, dude, he's exciting, man. He's I exciting. For- and he's been yelling to get some respect, and he's been. You can hear like there's almost a little. There's a little. Anger in there, which is good. Need Sometimes that. you need that. Oh yeah. Like you know, hunger. listen. It's called hunger. And I tell this to some of my guys now that, like, even some of my like students stuff that they see me like smoking some herb or something. I go, look. Not that they see that, but they know that. From the <laughs> they know the when show. you come in your heart. <laughs> I always know no, it. every Jimmy, day. Well, listen. The thing is this. Yeah. And this is what I tell the guys getting ready for a fight, and I didn't do it getting ready for my fights. I'm not. I don't judge people and this and that. But one of the reasons was it makes. It just makes you too at ease and too relaxed. And, and you, sure. you should be a little nasty getting ready for the fight. For getting ready to fight in the cage, maybe you shouldn't be so so lovey-dovey and relaxed. You don't want to be zen have... going to fight. Oh, maybe you do. Oh, maybe you do. I don't you know. Hey, listen, good, you want to be Nick a good Diaz friend. got stoned and beat the fuck out of Gomi. I don't know. <laughs> what do I know? Right? But, uh, but, but personally... Well, when you're at that I, I, level, yeah. when you're at that level, when you're at the top, yeah. like when you beat GSP, you're at that. Like you were very focused at that time. Yeah, you were, I mean, you were. There's yeah. a, there's the most important thing in your, or maybe you weren't. No, maybe no, maybe you didn't no, give a fuck. and went out there and <laughs> knocked him out. You yeah. know, it can go both ways. But I mean, you like, see guys sometimes that are that are. I see it all the fuck, I, and I tell my guys all about all the fuck. I mean, you see some guy that it's a. Mo- I mean, he's so hungry, and he's and he's counting everything. He's counting every. Ca- I oh, mean, yeah. he's just such an anal re- because it's so, it's really important to him. But then they mind fuck themselves into oblivion, and they go out and get their ass kicked. And you see a guy that don't even that's that's drinking a beer the night before oh, the yeah. fight doesn't oh, no. give a shit this, this goes out and like cleans that. the guy's clock. some guys can do that right well it's just it it's i think obviously it's depending on the opponent in front of them and 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 
what guy's ability, you know, guys also has to have the ability to go out and just knock a guy out. You know? We look at Overeem. It's a mind, it's, a, it's where they are in their head. Are you, you still know? a cigarette smoker? Yeah, I am. You used to be. You I still, still are. am, yeah. Who did you see? Sorry, Matt. Who did Overeem fight when he had food poisoning? Was that Mark Hunt? Mark no? Hunt, yeah. yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter. Sometimes these guys come in in horrible shape. He wants to shit his pants and he beats Mark Hunt and then leaves. You know, it's a, it's yeah, 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 yeah. Once he, yeah. It is. When are you going to give that shit up? So I, 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 you know, I really I'm sure you're getting shit from Oh, I get family. shit from everybody. How long life. did you smoke? Everybody. How long did you smoke? 30 years, maybe. I quit. If, okay. if I quit, 20, you can 30, quit. Yeah. It's hard, but I mean, it's, it's possible. Hard. I quit in 2001. It's hard because it's, yeah, it's hard because I like it. Yeah, I enjoy it You too. know, I know. Yeah. And that's you, what everybody says. No, uh, no, listen. Now, this is going to sound like a naive, stupid, stupid question. What, what now? I understand the nicotine is it's addicting, sure. you, and you say you like it with the weed. Sorry if I just no, foot stomped you. You're flirting with me. Uh, yeah, he is. Fuck. Matt does it a lot. Don't you hate that when you put your foot on something, meanwhile somebody's foot, and you're like, exactly. oh, I thought no. that sorry, was sorry, 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 exactly. Your boat's coming. Your dick. <laughs> no, <listen. laughs> now I'm now I'm gone. Oh no 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 with the with the weed. You smoke, you get a little. You, your mind changes. Yeah, a I smoke bit. weed too. No, no, not, that's great. Yeah. But yeah, my yeah, point yeah. is... I smoke whatever you got, man. Exactly. My, my point when is... Rock, like, wait, hold on, hold on. You think we're here with BJ. What the fuck do you got on you? Yeah. Like, but listen, what, what, what the cigarettes, it doesn't get you high. Like, what does it do for you? Yeah, like saying? the weed it's gets you high, and it gets you, you know, happy, you know, it, and it makes it, everything better. And you feel so much better when you don't smoke cigarettes. All of it, it's just... It, for it, 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 People say... No, but what is it? You drug. say you like it, it's though. A, it's a, is I it do. just the, the habit? I'm in my head all the time, so I spend a lot of time fucking It's also sit. this. It's hand-to-mouth. It's a ritual. It's like there's 20 fixes a day if you smoke a pack, 40 if you smoke two packs. Yeah. It's, the, it's the feel of the smoke. It's the nicotine. It's the ritual. It's the lighting. It's, it's the whole fucking thing. It's a whole thing. kid caboodle. You're, yeah. There's a cigarette smoker telling you that. I quit, that. but yeah. I tell you one thing. When I quit, the amazing thing was... I would have like moments where I'd be like fucking crazy, but the Jones does pass. It does pass, but I would be like fuck, and then all of a sudden I would do something on my computer. I'd be like, wow, I didn't think I about forgot. Sm- I didn't think about smoking for ten minutes. I didn't think about smoking for a half hour, and then all of a sudden it extended, and then the day would go by, and all these emotions came out. I was crying because you're not stuffing shit. Yeah, but it really is good, man. I I got I went on the patch, so I got the nicotine, <laughs> and then I was drinking. Oh, all you the know, water. Well, no, well, I've I've quit on it. When I used to fight, I used to have to quit. I mean, I yeah. I couldn't, but I did smoke too when I fought a little bit, but. It, but it's what you just said. It's it's all of that in a bag of tricks, man. It is it is a fucking ritual. It's like smoking pots a ritual too, though. There's a lot of ritual, but you do get high off of that as yeah, well. Yeah, it's a different thing, and there's only usually you a get, one fix you a day. You get yeah. happy, and uh, you know, you could some people could roll for an hour of jujitsu, just feeling nice and loose. Or run. Yeah, I did a half a marathon six months ago. I smoked a oh, pack and a half a day. You can still have cardio. Oh, wow. Yeah. You can still have good cardio with the smoking cigarettes. I ran. Yeah, cyborg called me up one night. I was out. I was out at the bar. She's like, "What are you doing?" Because I'm running a marathon at 6:30 a.m., I said, "Well, I'm going to come run it with you." You're good with that. When yeah, I can. Well, I ran so much when I can run for days. Yeah, you I still mean. can run. Why'd you only do half? You just got tired. You're like, "Fuck it." No, you... there was only it was it was only a half. Marathon. Oh, she was doing 13 miles. Yeah, 13.1. That's when he felt the new points when he yeah. fucking did that half fucking mile. So I'll, I'll run half of it. I'll come down and run half of it. No. What is her? What is her? Uh, her, her boxing like? What? What are you? She's a, you've worked with her. She's a beast. She is. Oh, uh, she's amazing. You know, I mean, she because she. I mean, she obviously. I'm a big fan of somebody's got power. So it's something about having that little, uh, that little extra. I'll get you out of there. Makes it so much as a boxing coach. Just makes it a lot more pleasing. And she obviously has that. But she, you know, she's a workhorse. She works harder than anybody. Just like everybody says about all their fucking fighters. Yeah, sure. You know what I mean. But she does. 
And she got reflexes like a cat, which I love. You know what I mean? For, that's how she, you know, she always talks about doing boxing. And for me, I think where she capitalizes the most, obviously, with the UFC and, and reigning as the best MMA female fighter of all time. But she got reflexes. She can get in the pocket with girls and make a miss. What did you think of Holly's strategy against her? Put it's up against what, the cage. It's, it's, I thought it was very smart. It's what we thought was going to happen. Oh, you knew? Okay. Yeah, we did. I mean, that's and, and, and that's kind of, you know... It, it, the, over there at Jackson's training facility, I mean, I, which I get along with all those guys, they're all great guys. You know, the, that's that's a lot of that's a lot of their system, a lot of their strategy, also as well as trying to tire the push them against the fence, break them down. You know, yeah, you know, kind of that old GSP kind of style too, where he likes to fucking put you on the back and grind you down. But up against the fence is where we knew Holly was going to be because Holly, we know. My biggest fear with Holly was her movement. You know, it was was the way she moves on her feet because I figure she can kind of keep Chris off balance a little bit. But we've worked on it. Chris made some some good adjustments. Was able to laterally cut her down, and and most importantly, when they come together with Chris's reflexes, that's why I, I, I mentioned that as well. You know, Chris is beating her to the punch every time they come into come into the exchanges. And as far as when Chris, we knew and Chris knew when she had Chris against the cage, she wasn't going to take her down. Right. You know, so Chris just had to sit there and just kind of let her work a little bit and then just, you know, turn her to the cage and put her off and start getting back on her. You know, it was pretty, it, it ended up being, it, it was a, it was a, it was a close fight. If you go back, it, like if you watch the time, yeah. it looks like a close fight. If you go back and watch it, if you would have go back and watch it, I said, well, Chris clearly, clearly, clearly won that fight. And what about, and dominated. Uh, sorry to interrupt you. What, what do you think about, uh, you know, there, it keeps talking about Cyborg and Amanda. That's the fight to make. And, and what's happening with that? Because that's the fight everybody wants to see. And we all thought Ketlin Vieira might be next with Amanda, but apparently not. But we're we're waiting on it. I'm I'm waiting on it as everybody else is, you know, because I mean, obviously, this is how I make a living as well. But um, yeah, the plan I think is I think we we're, we're end up going to get in there with her. I'm hoping is it ends up happening in December. I know Chris was hoping for it to happen a little earlier, but would it be Garden Madison Square Garden or is that it, no? It's no, Vegas. At the end of the year, at, yeah, in Vegas. In Vegas, which I think is a better car to be on, and when sure. you're especially when you're a champion, because when you're a champion, what do you get? You get points on pay per view when you're a champion, don't you? That's right. You know, so you. You want to be on the biggest cards of the year and the, in the new year's eve card usually is a lot of times one of the big you got the july card and the december card are kind of the, the biggest the 30th yeah yeah the, you know the biggest cards and uh when, you know we, we watched uh, like amanda and ronda after kind of a ronda quit when you watched the the striking she was not really able to pull off in that second fight you're like fuck there should have been something like as a as a boxing coach what would you have done how would you have prepared her a little bit differently for that yeah, it's hard to say because I don't know. I don't know Ronda. You know, I don't know. I I don't know her limitations. I don't know her straight. I don't know if she even hits hard. I mean, she went out and knocked out that one girl. Bet, Betch, Betch, yeah, you know. But that that's a we can't even make a real assessment on what kind of a puncher she is from that one fight. You know, that's one time you've seen her hit a girl and the girl fall. And what did she knee Sarah McMahon that time? And how'd she drop her? With a knee? How'd she hit the body shot? What was that? Yeah, I think it was a body shot that she took her down, and then it was just grounded pound. Yeah, but she heard her with a shot. She heard her with a shot to the body. Yeah, she 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 left hook was it. Left about, yeah, uh, yeah I, I think so. I think so. I mean, it, it, she's it, obviously people say she was exposed, obviously on her feet a little bit. But I mean, Ronda Ronda style was was hip toss you to the fucking ground and break your arm. I mean, and, and she got in there with with two girls back to back that had a high that had a lot of experience on their feet. They know how to fight on their feet. I mean, there's a there is a different not a, not everybody in MMA know how to fight on their feet. They still win. They still get away with murder. I mean. 
no offense to Damian Maya, who I think is a, and I don't know him even personally. I think he's a very talented, talented man. But that guy never learned how to fight on his feet, and he's been and he's been floating around in the fucking top ten. Right. You know what I mean? It's it, 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 it's interesting. It's crazy, dude. I think that of course the sports evolving and continue to evolve, but you know to to. You know, it's always trippy. Sometimes you see something like with Ronda Rousey, who who's making as much noise as she did, and uh, and end up falling short like she she did in those fights. Who, who just got man? Who just got dropped by a body? It was it was a fight that none of us thought would end the way it did. It was a body shot in the first round. It was Jose Aldo against. That's uh, right. Aldo yeah, just yeah, beat uh, uh, Jeremy Stevens. Yes, yeah, no yeah. one saw that coming. Yeah. Now, out of all the, you fought a lot of big fights. Yeah, I mean, no, you, you. I'm sorry. You, I'm sorry. You courted yeah. a lot of big fights. Is there any? One that stands out a little bit, a little bit more special. Whether the lead up, uh, like for instance, the Michael Bisping rematch. I mean, that was a wild one versus Luke Rockhold. Yeah, I mean that that's a moment. I mean, that one's ahead. hard to beat. Yeah, that one's that, really that, that one's really. Hard. Hard I was there for both of those lives. Yeah, so I know you were also. Yeah, so that was an amazing moment. It I mean, go ahead, you tell me. I mean, it really was amazing. I mean, I, it, you know, you talk about back when the day with BJ Penn with, you know, Sean Shirk and even the, J, yeah. the, the, the Diego Sanchez fight. Sean Shirk was always one of my favorite fights because at the time, um, Sean was the, one of the most feared guys in the, in the division. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was just a killer at the time. So I remember. It, it was definitely a, there's a few of them. I mean, there's a, I've had, I mean, even when Mike beat Kung Lee, that was a, that was a pretty fun fight out in, out oh, in China. Yeah. And, um, you know, but uh, here's one, and, and, and not, you know, he's my boy, and you don't hear his name, and he got kind of... <laughs> Sean McCulley again! No, Tito Ortiz. Tito beating oh. Ryan Bader. Oh, that was big. When I worked with Tito, he was 8-1 to one underdog when he fought, and, 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 I t- and I, that's the first fight I took over to start really working on a full-time basis, and... Um, he hadn't won a fight in six years, and you know it was it was a, he was coming out of the grave on that one, and that one that one's still really was was special that? to me. That was um, I want to say 2010, maybe 2010 to yeah, 12, somewhere that. about that. They didn't see that happen coming though. Yeah, he, they, he got him in the guillotine. Yeah, correct. Yeah, he yeah. hit him with the right short right yes. little hooker cut, dropped him, and then and then guillotined him. Nice. I'm gonna piss. Do you guys want to just keep talking? Yeah, yeah, sure. Keep yeah. Talking. Yeah. Right yeah, that was 2011. That fight. 2011. Yeah, yeah. Now, and then that Michael okay. Bisping fight again. The second one was just fight. for me. I it was it. it was it was. We brought that up the other day, and I like how he um. Yeah, you might have to shut that. It's all right. Hey, I, we'll got just a- leave it I got ADD. Yeah, it's okay. But um, fucking for the people listening, that's the door open that Jimmy left. But uh, um, with that fight, right be- when they when they got brought in the middle, we listened to it the other day on here. And I and then and this, uh, why did we listen to that? The other you had day? Gomez on the show. That's why, <laughs> fucking Jason Peralta's. I know but, uh, Gomez is a, is yeah, a, good, he's a dude. good dude. But so I remember when they brought them in the center, and he and he goes, um, Luke was telling him, "We're not going to touch gloves." He's like, "What? No touch? No touch? I'll touch you in a second, motherfucker!" <laughs> I, I, love, I fucking love that. I don't. I don't know why. I love that because that's so him. Yeah, that's so. But and that's that's coming from and that's coming from a, a guy a confident you can hear confidence yeah, in the guy and, saying and that he hey man I'm touch you right he, now because he knows that every just like every fight could be different every sparring match could be different and he he knows he I mean dude he got bested in that first fight I was there handedly you know what yeah. I mean so it's like where yeah. does that confidence come he from was, he was he was tight in that Tell fight that he was tight he was t- it's in that fight he, he was in. he stepped in for that right he was, which one the second like one sh- yeah. Yeah, a little bit of short notice. Yeah, short notice. In a few weeks, seventeen days, I think, to be exact. Yeah, but um, he well, he had to. You got to remember, man. He, had a, he just beat Anderson Silva two months prior to this fight. 
t- prior to that too. So he, he uh, so it was okay. it was a total of three months between between Anderson and Luke Rockhold, oh. and the fight with Anderson. He dropped L- L- Anderson with that left hook. He started finding the mark with that left hook in the gym. He was dropping a lot of guys. With, you know, yeah. he, he, he was really showing up with it. You know, and um, yeah. And uh, its confidence is another level. Be- beating, I think that was a fight that Anderson Silva fight. Beating that, winning that fight, would just you know put his confidence on a whole other level because he always looked at Anderson Silva as being the best fighter in the world. It's a guy that he's always wanted to fight and be able to beat. And beating a guy like that took his confidence to another level as well. You super tight with uh, Michael Bisping? I am. He seems like you are. I am. Yeah. yeah. Matter of fact, you. Remember I'm super the, tight with all my fighters. Do you remember the first time we hung out or no? Maybe not. Yeah, which I know one? You smoke what, a lot of weed. Wait, Canada or, or was it in Canada or out here? It was in Australia. It was in Australia. I think it was for that fight. It was that fight. It was that no, fight. it was that fight. You're it right. It was because I met right. I met right. Bisping's uh, father. Father. Yep. That's why. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And we were out. We were hanging out. And uh, it was just all the fans out in Australia were amazing, no? Oh, they were amazing. I remember they were just, and I'm like, they're amazing. coming up to You us felt and, like you were still world champion. Oh, I yeah, I remember yeah, they were flocking yeah. you I like remember. a fucking, yeah. People were coming up, and yeah. I'm like, this is trippy, man, because I'm in on the other side of the world, you know? Yeah. That stuff still amazes me. I'm sure it amazes you, too, when you get oh, recognized. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. For right? me, just as a coach, because I'm not even in there. You know, they go, hey, man, I, yeah, wow, cool. Yeah, but after how many fights you've been in the corner of with all these you know, high-profile fights, they see you, man. Yeah. Just like they see Longo. <laughs> yeah, fuck, Longo's a man. Where is Longo? Ah, oh, fuck it, I don't know. Where is Longo? <laughs> but, is it, but is it men recognizing you or, or like, hot girls? Who, me? Always no, hot girls. It's very no, rarely it's, for me. Yeah, hot no, it's girls. never a hot girl. I don't mean it's it. It's always a man. If yeah. it's a hot girl, she was like, oh my God, my boyfriend loves you. Exactly. It's never. Yeah. <laughs> that happens to me a lot. I can always, it, you talk about that in your stand up, man. It's pretty fucking funny. I do. It's the yeah, truth. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's they say that? Crazy. Oh, it's the fucking worst. Yeah. Hey, when's Justin Gaethje calling? It's only uh, guys. Him like five hey, listen, if it makes you feel better, all of them, Bisbing, uh, BJ, T, all you guys, what? I mean, it'd be nice. They, they, everybody says the same. I mean, it's, it's guys. It's guys all, come man, up like yeah. you're, you're, ne- you're rarely having a, I mean, every once in a while, there'll be a buddy and they go, oh, my girlfriend likes you too. Could she take a picture with yeah. you or whatever? The, 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 and that's the when guys. you say, sure, cuck. <laughs> I said that in the mirror. <laughs> Jimmy. So uh, what, are you, what are you guys doing in New York now? You, you're here for sponsor. What is BJ doing in New York? Same thing. Oh, we're we're same sponsored thing. by the same company. Okay. That's how we met. Through That's that how company, we connected. Yeah. yeah, through that company. So. so what do you do at night in New York? Do you go out? What do you do? You, is I anything? go out. Drink. I, I, I like to drink beer. Yeah, I, say, I, I, I like to. Yeah, I, I'm not a club guy. I'm not a. I just. I like the, the like dive. cigarettes, beer, weed. I like a dive bar. I like a dive bar. A dive bar. Out. Yeah, right? maybe get some pizza and a hot dog. I mean, just the usual, whatever. Do you ever get bothered in dive bars? Never. No. Never. No, I mean, when I was younger, I used to get it a lot. Of, but I probably was bothering other people as well. You know, oh, yeah. probably everyone yeah, bothering each other. You made me want pizza, and I've been doing good I want lately. pizza, too. People know who they can bother and who they can't. Once in a while, they make a judgment error. But yeah. people can usually sense who they can bother. Yeah, you can bother. feel it, can't you? I guess so. People don't usually bother me, but it's because they blink a lot, and they think there's something wrong with me. <laughs> they know that my fucking brain is firing weird, but that's another deal. I can't fight for shit. Were yeah. you working with Jake Ellenberger for this? Uh, I'm going to be in his corner this weekend. Oh, yeah. shoot. Yeah, I'll be out there with these guys. The guys you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Look at this whole card. That's why we love Chris. Is your mic on? Yeah. <laughs> the what? That's why we love him? Why he's not picking up any? No, he knows. Chris knows. Oh, okay. Against uh, Brian Barberena. Oh, Barberena, Barberena, Barberena. I like saying that name. No. He fought. Wait, Barberena is coming off of which? Who did he just fight? He has a win in his last fight. I'm trying to think of what it is. Hold on. Or maybe it's a loss. Let's give him a little look up. Mm. Let's look him up. Brian Barberena. Well, do you know who did Barberena fight last? I should. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, he actually is coming off a uh, decision loss to Leon Edwards in his last fight. Oh yeah, good old Leon. Yeah, Leon. <laughs> Leon. Good old that Leon. is funny. How is Jake doing? Jake's good. I mean, Jake, see, Jake's. What, what, I mean, this is my second fight working with Jake. Um, uh, he, he's a work in progress. I mean, he's a guy that was that was you know up at the top ten for a lot of years, and he's yeah. been he's been hurt. You know how the fight game. But it's a tough game. He's yeah. been hurt a few times, and uh, it, with Jake, it's just really getting him to to fight fight to win. You know what happens? I, I see sometimes you see sometimes these guys start losing and losing. I saw it with BJ. I saw I, I say it's it with Tito. You know they start losing. And you, it's almost like you forget how to fucking win. Yeah. They're fighting you know? to survive the fight. Yeah, they're just fighting to survive the fight as opposed to trying to be the ass kicker they once was. You know, And that's been really a big part of, uh, of, of my project with Jake is trying to get him to the point of thinking about winning. You know what, what was his mean? last fight? You're right. Um, his last fight was uh, he got knee to the body, and, and now a lot of oh, the, that was uh, Ben Saunders. Ben Saunders, yeah, yeah. that's actually my boy. I like Jake though. I worked with Jake on the analyst work one time. He's always been a cool dude, man. He's a he's a great guy, and he's a super nice guy. And I keep on telling him he's got to be a little less than that, though. You don't be, need it's to be so that nice. We got to be. We got to get a little meanness in he us. He was. In, uh, he never used to be nice in there. He was fucking flat. He's a beast. People, oh right? no, he's you, you know, know he's a beast. He just forgot. He forgot he's a beast. Oh yeah, you know I, I guess that, that happened to guys where all of a sudden they, they I mean they're, they're still not afraid to fight but they're so obsessed with the idea of losing that it messes them up a little bit it's, the, the, the idea, like you said, I think you said they're fighting to survive they're not trying to fight to win sometimes you know and, and I think that's a corner that I'm hoping that he's turned and hopefully he'll show up in this fight and I, and I believe it will and, and, and I think he wants it bad enough but you know you never know sometimes you know you can think you have all the you know all the T's crossed the I's dotted all that bullshit and, and go out there and get your ass kicked so well that's why I was asking about Gaethje too because I've talked about this a lot about the guys who are on undefeated and then lose does it mess you up at all on does it psychologically change because if you've seen yourself as i'm this undefeated you know not to use his name but juggernaut like then you lose does that shake who you think you are or how you i don't know so, it could everybody's different it's just yeah. how you handle it i mean everybody handles shit different you know everybody i mean it's like oh. anything I, oh wait i just it's just wait a some guys up on uh, some guys up me. on stage you get a heckler and some guys just fold and some guys know how to handle it right oh i know what i do when a guy heckles <laughs> me i break down into tears and i sit there until they escort him out i would love to do that actually i would love someone to heckle me and i just sit there and weep openly until the guy leaves <laughs> just to fucking ruin everybody's night. Support for UFC Unfiltered comes from our friends over at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans, America's premier home purchase lender. Let's talk about buying a home. It is an extremely stressful but important purchase, and it's one of the biggest events of your life. But today's fluctuating interest rates can leave you with unexpected higher payments, which can turn a great experience into an anxious one. That's why Quicken Loans created their exclusive power buying process. Here's how it works. They check your income, assets, credit, they give you a verified approval. This gives you the strength of a cash buyer, making your offer more attractive to sellers. Once verified, you qualify for their exclusive rate shield approval. They're going to lock your interest rate up for 90 days while you shop for your new home. Then once you've found it, if interest rates have gone up, your rate stays the same. But if rates have gone down, here's the beauty. You get to keep the lower rate. Either way, you win. It's the kind of thinking you'd expect from America's largest mortgage lender. To get started, go to rocketmortgage.com slash unfiltered rate shield approval only valid on certain 30-day purchase transactions. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply based on Quicken Loans data in comparison to public data records. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states. NMLS consumer access.org number 3030. 
What up, everybody? This is CJ McCollum from the Portland Trailblazers. And here's a little taste of what we talked about on this week's Pull Up podcast. Very special mini post-Game 7 episode of Pull Up, an epic Game 7 in Denver. 37 points, back-to-back, essentially close-out buckets. Why were you so successful last night? I think it just really came down to my demeanor and mindset. Empty the clip, leave nothing out there. I wanted to say I did everything in my power, and I left all my bullets out there on the court and didn't bring anything home. How do you shift to a completely new animal, an absolute monster in the Warriors? In the playoffs, it just comes down to X's and O's and execution more so than anything else. The Warriors aren't going to run a lot of plays. They're going to run a lot of misdirection out of timeouts and late clock situations. But most of it's going to be mid-pick and roll. It's going to be pin downs and flares and things of that nature for Clay and Steph in a lot of transition. So you have to guard the three-point line, get back in transition, and make it as difficult as possible on them. Don't forget to pull up. Subscribe and listen every week on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. After a stressful game, it's only natural to need some well-deserved rest. Upgrade your current sleep situation because Mattress Firm is offering the best bed deal of the year. Get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price for savings of up to 700 bucks. Plus, take home a free adjustable base up to a $699 value. That's $699 for a free You'll only find these deals during Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale. So don't miss your chance to start sleeping like a pro. Shop now at mattressfirm.com slash sale. There's nothing worse than being uncomfortable in bed. It's, it's horrible. You're not rested the next day. You suck at work. Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale is offering the best bed deal of the year. Save up to $700 when you get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price plus Take home a free adjustable base that's up to a $699 value free. Visit mattressfirm.com slash sale for more details. Oh, we got Justin Gaethje. Matt, what were you going to say? Sorry. It, that fucking ship has sailed, Jim. Ah, uh, sorry. Well, Matt, your, weep, your weeping story fucking I couldn't help it. He mentioned heckling. Let's just talk to Justin. Hey, Justin, You're how are you? Jake. All right. Good. How are you? Good. You're talking to Jim Norton and Matt Sarah and Jason Perillo. Let's do it. All right. Um, you, don't, we, you and I have met. You don't know me. We, we, uh, we met on the bus how do you know uh, he doesn't le- know you? Because he doesn't. I he can might tell be a by comedy the way. fan. No, he's not. I can Did tell you ever hear of, let's just ask, Justin, how are you, buddy? It's Matt Sarah. I don't I'm know. great. How are you? Good, good. Now, listen, have you ever heard of comedian Jim Norton or no? Yes. <laughs> that was a really? very- what is he? Is he known for? What is he known for? No, I'm not putting you on this. No, no, you no. Your that was a very unconvincing. Yes, you are. You're putting me around. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> but that was the least convincing answer. I've actually, I've actually given more convincing answers when women asked if I cheated. No. But meanwhile, <laughs> I... all right. Well, you were wearing a light blue suit and you look very good. Uh, where are you now? I'm in my room. You and I were on the bus and together. You know? I was sitting in front of. The... We were talking to some rapper, uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Yep. In Vegas. Yes, uh, no, I was not familiar with his music. I guess you're with your girl. Are you guys both big fans of his? My girl is. Isn't it kind of cool when a guy who your girlfriend likes or your wife likes likes you, and you can? That's like really great points at home. Yeah, it helps. It does help. All right. So uh, you how... remember whenever you, you remember whenever he we learned who he was? Like, oh shit! I was like, first of all, you can punch me. Second of all, my girlfriend wants to take a picture with you. Yeah, I do remember you talking about your girlfriend. And I, I, didn't, I didn't know who he was. Um, I knew he was famous, though, because his shirt was open to his belly button, and he had tattoos, and he was comfortable <laughs> that way. And I'm like, he's either, a, fucking, he's either a, a bantamweight fighter or he can sing. He does something like that. Right? Hey, he was on the bus. He had to be someone with us. 
That is a good point. Um, but then again, I'm on the bus, and I'm pretty much a nobody, too. So if I can snake my way onto the bus, I'm like, fuck it. man. You're not a nobody just because Justin Gage, he doesn't know who the hell you are. I don't blame him. <laughs> Justin. Yo, you guys think, oh, you think I was lying when I said yes? Yeah. Oh, no. yeah, of course. I don't blame you. Why, I would why, why you? Were you lying or no? I mean, I mean, he's a little, I mean, he's a little past my time, but I mean, that's, there's no dig on him. <laughs> no. That's Jimmy. Did you know that he felt this way, and that's why you're rooting for James Vick? No, no, but he's not wrong. I don't root against the guy for telling the truth. Uh, I, I happen to be a 50 year old gentleman. Justin's a younger guy, and he's been fucking kicking ass for a while. So no, he, he's right. Justin, let me ask you something. Pal. I didn't mean to ruin the show. I, no, no, Justin, I just spoiled everything. Justin, how much more motivating is it when you get someone talking shit? Like I remember Michael Johnson did that, and that that worked out great for you. Um, it does. I don't. I don't know if they had. I mean, listen. You, you've been having some phenomenal fights, even the ones uh, the last couple that didn't go your way. Uh, I mean, shit, living up to your name, the highlight. But how much? How much more sweeter is it, or how much more motivating when you get a guy talking shit like James Vick? This is the most I've ever heard this guy talk. Yeah, you know, leading up to this. I mean, is it is it change your mindset at all leading up to the fight? Uh, in a way, I mean. Either way, I got to go in there and I got to get a W. But yeah, I mean, he's full of shit. I can't wait to fucking <laughs> just make him feel like a little child in there. Hey, and we want to ask you too, Justin, because you, you really are a guy who you're coming off a, a couple of losses, but it doesn't matter. Every, the way you fight, everybody wants to watch you fight. You're never in a fight that's not uh, exciting. Has that, uh, how has that affected you? Has it affected you at all or your mentality? No, not necessarily. You know, I... I make my bed and I sleep in it. Um, my my perfect example is Arturo Gotti. Uh, how many times has that man lost? He lost, I think, eight or nine times, but he's a legend. Uh, this is how legends are made. You go out there and you put it on the line. Uh, you don't win every time. You go out there. You control the things you can control, which is preparation, nutrition, rest, and that's what I do. I go out there and I am, I'm ultimately prepared for um, for a war. Um, that's the kind of fights I want to have. Um those are the those are the fights I believe that I, w I will be the most successful in, and you know I've trained my whole life for this. I started wrestling at four years old, and there's not many people that have worked longer or harder than me. And I'm I go in there and I try to prove that. Do you feel some of the stuff like you know James Vickett said you were punch drunk, and like do you think that's kind of over the line, or is that just in the spirit of getting the fight promoted? No, I really think he believes it, and I, and I like I said I can't wait to make him eat every single word that comes out of his mouth. Um, you know I, I've got TKO twice. Um, a prime prime example for me is when when James got finished, he laid on his back for three or four minutes, and um, you know he didn't he didn't get up, he didn't find the stool, he didn't he didn't have it in himself to get up and and, and you know show his fans and family that he's okay. Uh, if I would have got ten seconds um, in either one of my finishes, where when I got finished, I would have been right back in the fight and ready to go. Um, and I think that's a a prime example of the difference between me and James. And what do you think that shows about James? That he's a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I wasn't expecting. I was expecting a longer answer. <laughs> that is fucking great. Yeah, that was really. That was very quite quite to the point. Um, so yeah, yeah the we, fact that we he's. We all know. I mean, you get finished, you get up, you find the stool. You don't lay on your fucking back like a little bitch. And, and the fact that he's done that, and the fact that he's kind of talking a little bit, uh, doesn't bother you. It kind of it, it motivates you to make him want to eat what he has said. Absolutely. I mean, it's the name of the game. You got. There's two ways to try and try and be popular here. You either do it through your fighting skills, which James, you know, he doesn't go out there. He doesn't have exciting fights. He has a couple finishes. I think three finishes out of this, you know, all of his fights. They're they're promoting this fight as 
two guys with 18 knockouts, but 15 of those are mine. Um, that's what I do. He goes out there, he's a point fighter, and I'm going to go out there and make him fight my fight. Um, yeah, well, that's exactly what James said, too. We asked about that. I asked him about you coming all, you know, because to me, a guy coming off two losses is very dangerous. That's a, a really dangerous fighter because there's a, a, you know, a desperation to win. And, a, you know, and I mean, he's like, oh, I'm going to make him fight my fight. So he said he doesn't look at it like he's fighting you. He looks at it like you have to fight him. Yeah, but, I mean, ultimately, that just, to me, that means he's not mentally prepared for, for the fight that I'm going to bring to him. Um, you know, his, his fight is avoiding conflict, avoiding um, exchanges, and he's not going to be able to do that with me. He's going to get his legs chopped off, and then he's not going to be able to run away as fast as he wants to, and I'm going to find him. So you don't think he'll be able to, come to, to combat your, uh, your, your leg abuse, your kicking? Well, I think it'll be a factor. I think ultimately he's going to run into the fence, and uh, once you run into the fence, you can't go backwards anymore. It's one of my favorite things about watching you is I love guys who kick in the leg. It just looks so fucking awful, and it's really painful. And uh, you really—that's why you're one of my favorite guys to watch because you just don't stop kicking. Yeah, again, it's been a factor in every single one of my fights, um, and it will be a—it'll be a huge factor. He's six foot three, weighs in at 155 pounds. Uh, he either has some very fragile bones, or you know, no muscle. Uh, and I'm pretty sure it's fragile bones. So I'm going to find out real quick. So when you're kicking, at what point, what will indicate to you that it's really beginning to, like, will you see, I mean, obviously if you spin somebody around with a fucking, you know, a calf kick, that tells you, but will it be when they, when they, when they, uh, they kind of go back or when they switch stances? What tells you that that's really beginning to take effect early? You know, I don't ever, I don't process that. I don't process anything in there. I'm in there, I'm flying on my reactions. Um, I use my peripherals. I don't concentrate on anything specific. So it doesn't matter. You know, I'll keep kicking him until he doesn't, can't walk no more until he can't fight no more until the fight's finished. If, uh, before that, you know, it doesn't matter. I have to keep going and I have to stay in position. One thing, um, I've been very, very, very vigilant in staying in position this, this camp. Um, you know, I'm fighting the top 10 of the UFC. I can't become complacent in there with my position. So I have to just concentrate on that the whole time. And that's what I've really been focused on this fight. Justin, let me just a training question. Cause the way you whip those kicks out, do you, what do you do? Do you do anything specific to, um, with your shins, to harden your shins, to condition your shins, or, or no? No, I just go out there and plan on breaking my shins and my foot. <laughs> yeah, just throw... Because I'll tell you, I, I mean, I like a, a good leg kick as well. I've given them, I've taken them. Uh, but one thing that I really hated is when I'd throw a kick and somebody checked it. Even with the shin pads, I was like, dude... Dude, that's you know that sucks. It just sucks. It's just fucking yeah, absolutely. sucks. Absolutely, but my timing, my timing with my leg kicks is different. I mean, if you it look is. at Dustin Poirier, not they didn't check one kick. That's um, true, man. And they know and that shit's coming. Sorry, I'm getting excited for the fight. They know it's coming, gonna, Justin. Hey, I hope that I can wrap my my foot around us like Anderson Silva broke his shin. I want to wrap it around someone's head and break it in half. <laughs> <laughs> That's a horrible thing if you have to fight him to hear that he wants to break his shit on your fucking head. Oh, fuck. Now, you know, I would love to see, again, because I love that type of a fight. You and, and Edson Barboza is a fight that I would love to see. I mean, you're seven, he's six, and you're, you might jump over him if you win this fight. But that's a fight that I would love to see. Absolutely. Um, one thing he doesn't do is fight good going backwards. Um, so I would definitely be pressing him backwards. And, and this fight with uh, Vic, he keeps saying, oh, Saturday, you know, you're going to see me change my life. Change, I'm going to change my life Saturday night. He really, what makes it so exciting is you're both so confident for this in this yeah. fight. And that he's been, this is his big chance to get the spotlight that win or lose, you've been getting. Like, you know, people know Justin Gaethje. I don't think as many people know, know James uh, Vick. And that's not taking a shot at him. But he sees as this the opportunity to change his life. And he wants to, 
use you in this opportunity to change his life. I mean, I'm just I'm not trying to sell tickets. I'm just getting excited myself. It's not even a question. Yeah, hey. <laughs> Humans recognize effort, and I put max effort in there. That, there's a reason, you know. I've, I've laid it out pretty clear on on how to get a bonus, on how to get bon- how to get main events. Um, this is three out of four for me, uh, main events. Um, that's not normal in the UFC, um, especially coming off two losses. Why am I headlining this event? I don't know. Um, I could take a good guess, and that's because of effort. Well, yeah, honestly, Justin, watching you, even when you lose the fight, nobody is saying, I don't want to see that guy. They're like, what a fucking animal, the way he just lost that fight. I can't wait to see him fight again. And obviously, uh, uh, Nico uh, was a member of uh, uh, Nico uh, Montano, was, was a member of uh, Team Gaethje on uh, Ultimate Fighter 26. What do you think about her being a massive underdog against Valentina? I mean, it makes sense. She only, I think she's only got like seven fights on her record, so it makes perfect sense. Oh, okay. And uh, you were also set to fight Ally Aquinta, uh, but he had to withdraw. So is that a fight that you'd like to pursue, um, you know, if, if this one goes the way you want it to go? Yeah, if you can get him to fight me, Matt. Uh, don't, hey, don't <laughs> get me involved with this, Justin. I like you. <laughs> Jimmy, I blame Jimmy hey, for gotta, bringing that up. I had to. You got you to gotta pick, pick a side in life and death, and I know what side you're on. I'm yeah. all right with it. Nah, it's all good. All 100%. I mean, I think you look at me differently if I'm like, yeah, I'm with you now, fucking, you know, <laughs> well, here's, the, here's the rule of thumb from Jim Norton. I'm with- I, would not, I wouldn't have no respect if you, if you, if you did that. You, well, you damn right. Spoke, you know? I'd have to listen I to me. I, if, the, if you guys ever do fight, all I know is I'd have the best seat in the house. How's that for a nice... You a nice damn season? sure would. And it would be a great fucking fight. Yeah, no, it would be. It would be a phenomenal fight. How's this? I'm with whoever's nicer to me. So you and fucking Aya Quinta have a little bit of time and I'll decide who I want. <laughs> Jimmy's with whoever's closer. <laughs> whoever's closer. Who's ever within kicking range I'm with. <laughs> All right, look, man. It's always good talking to you, Justin. There's never, ever a dull moment when you fight. Main event, of course... Uh, which is uh, yourself against James Vick, which is this Saturday, August the 25th, from uh, Nebraska UFC Fight Night. So people can really tune in and, and watch. This is on what is this? On this Fox? Is on FS1. FS1. So you, know, you don't have to buy the pay-per-view. Go out and watch this fight. It's going to be a great fight. I can't wait to watch it. Absolutely. All right, it's good luck. It's going to be phenomenal. Good luck, Justin. It's always a pleasure. Good luck, All bro. right, Justin. Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. All right, brother. Take care. Take care, man. I really do love him. He's, he is nice. such a fun guy to nice watch. Fun. And at the last event... Uh, no, when I actually, yeah, when I was in Vegas, he actually, I don't think he, I ever met him in person. He came up to me, said hello. He's just a nice guy, really nice. Yeah. Chris yeah, and I sat next to him. He was, on, well, at the table next to him, Chris and his, yeah. his wife and myself. Most people are nice guys, except for, and he is a nice guy, but Tyron Woodley gave fucking old Jimmy the old hat. Gave me the hi hat. The old hi <laughs> Jimmy said hello, and he gave the one of those, shook his hand, looking at his phone, and he just looked away. Yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> did you see when I walked in the way I addressed these almonds? That was about the same level of interest. I looked at them, I picked them up, and I shook them, and I put them back down. They're just stupid almonds. Are you hungry, man? What are you doing like this? Get a fucking slice. Yeah, I can eat. I need to eat. I've been doing this boxing class all morning. I don't want to reason to try that place. You do it it because you want to do it. You're the fucking former welterweight champion. That's the reason. I don't got to make a reason to have some pizza. You're Matt Sarah. I know, but too much. I get, I get chubby. And gr- like you've been saying lately, I've been looking good lately, Jimmy. There's a fat, there's a girl with a big said fat it. ass in a uh, place I was at yesterday. <laughs> oh, and I she, love a fat ass. She's been talking about uh, pizza, and I'm only going to eat it with her, with her fat hiney. Oh, that's great. That's I want to eat rule. a pizza, and then I want her to put her big hiney by my face. Oh, break man, wind. your face is up. <laughs> Why do you got to say break wind? I'm just being a goose. <laughs> 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 
Hey, listen, Jason, thank you for coming in, man. This was really oh. fun to hang with you. Cool, man. Well, hey, you guys really want to do cool picks before we go? Oh, my God, yes. Oh, shit. We were out the door, and I thought I wanted to leave. Chris, come on. Jason got to get a slice. All right. Hey, I do appreciate you guys having me on, man. Dude, I'm happy. I've been telling you for a long time. I just never in New York. When I do see you, I always tell you, man, I want you to come on. What was Eric Anders' last fight? made that happen. Eric Anders, Tim Williams. Uh, what was Eric Anders' last fight? Uh, Eric Anders' last fight, I think, was Leota Machida. If he, had, yeah, that, was is that the, fight happening? Oh, Tim Williams was on our team on the Ultimate Fighter. So well, you know, you always see those guys. Yeah, right? he's a tough guy. So I, heard, I heard Tim Williams was starting starring in Manhunter Two. Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> that? He looks like a psychopath. He looks like Joe Ozan. Manhunter. He, he he's, he's a pretty crazy oh, kid man, from what fuck. I remember. Yeah. yeah, he looks like fucking. Uh, he looks like Lozon. Um, yeah, a little uh, bit. Like a crazier version of yeah. Sean. If he was bigger and he was fucking starting a horror movie. Yeah. I'm thinking, so wait, give you know me who both, he looks like? He's the guy from Silent Rage who was chasing Chuck Norris around, but he has short hair. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Tim actually lost his UFC debut in his last fight against Oscar Pichota. He got knocked but Andrew, out. But what, what happened with Anders Machida? Uh, it was a split decision loss for uh, Eric Anders right, okay. to Leona. Yeah, so that, was, that was a really close fight. And I, you can make an argument that yeah, Anders yeah. won that fight. I'm All taking right. Eric Anders. Uh, I'm taking him by... I'm going to take him. Yep. I'm going to take him by... Oh, now. Third round. No way. Oh, sorry. Again. Go ahead, sorry. Third round stoppage. No, Eric Anders, second round TKO. All right. Well, hey, listen. You say second round, I say third round. Fair uh, enough. All right. I actually already had it written down. I'm going first round. Nobody cares what Jason Perillo has to say. Yeah, fucking famed we, we fucking trainer of the champions. I believe Tim Williams is going to get a submission. Now, ah. hold on. Are you biased? Yes or yes, no? I'm biased. Okay. Yes, I'm Okay. All right. But that's I'm honest, okay. too. Let's go to the next one. We're I good. don't know the other kid. I know Tim. He's a nice kid. Uh, this could end up being a fight of the night. John Moraga versus yeah. Davison Figueiredo. Moraga's, Moraga's looking good. Yes. Moraga had a close fight in his last fight, if I remember correctly. Is it, it a loss? Uh, no, it was a unanimous decision win over Wilson Hayes. That was a good fight. That was a good fight. Yeah, but who yeah. did Figueiredo fight last time? I, don't, I remember the fight. And I, I remember he obviously won. Dude. He's 14 0. He did, yeah. He, he, uh, he knocked out Joseph Morales in his last fight. How many fights has he had in the UFC? That was his third in the UFC. He's 14 0 overall, but he's 3 0 in the UFC. Give me the other two guys he fought, real quick. Go ahead. Uh, Jared Brooks, the monkey god, he had a split decision win over him. And then Marco oh. Beltran, it was a TKO corner stoppage. I'm going to take uh, wow. Figueroa by, uh, by a decision. Who are you taking? Figueroa. Oh, you figured he's going to win, huh? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Jimmy, <laughs> just couldn't help <laughs> I don't even know. I, <laughs> look, I hate look it. Look at him looking at me. Jimmy, what? I'm sorry. This, uh, after we hit over that one hour mark, you, this is what I get. Look at, look at him. That's the look I get. Ah, oh, that's not that's, that's. I smile I'm, when companies. I'm here. picking the uh, the 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 fig. Okay. I'm picking the fig to win by decision. All right, and I'm just gonna go the other way. I'm taking John Moraga by decision, but this could be fight of the night. Okay. I'm gonna say I don't know either one, but I'm gonna say fig, just okay. because I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna be a front runner with these guys. All right. Tell you fought some tough dudes, man. Uh, all right. Like Jake Moraga. Ellenberger. Brian Barbarina. Oh, Barbarina, Barbarina. Well, you guys have Barbarina, Barbarina, Barbarina. I mean, even no matter what. You know, I'm going to take Jake, but even if you weren't here, I would take Jake. Yeah. Uh, I am going to take Jake by a third round stoppage. Okay. Mm. You know what? Hey, man, listen. You know, you can't keep a good Barbarina down. (laughs) But I'm going to go with Jake by decision because I think Brian Barbarina 
is going to live up to the name Bam Bam. No, it's going to be a third round stoppage because what's going to happen is they're going to be fighting really well, and then you're going to say something like, "I mean, you're not fighting. You want are you fighting to win or to survive?" (laughs) And he's going to go, "You're right," and he's going to fucking stop. There you go. Yes, great. There you go. Great corner work. I love that. I love that. uh, I'm going with that. Jake Ellenberger's second round knockout. Okay. Wow. Uh, all right, this is a really fun fight, Courtney Casey and Angela Hill. Oh, yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's tough, Courtney, no? Mm-hmm. Yep, very tough. They're both tough. Yes, Courtney's coming is on two oh, straight losses. Yeah, but they split were... Split decisions they to were close, and Michelle though. Watterson, yes. Angela Hill Oh, wait, decision. they were... Mm. Which one's with Courtney? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, Angela like Angela, Hill I do like Angela Hill, too. I do. I think she's she comes up a little short sometimes in these fights. Angela Hill decision. Yes. But I don't... But, but Courtney Casey's big. She's a... She's tough. What? I think her record is... Both of these girls you know are somebody, better than their Just let you know, do you know some of these people, after you make your picks, they hate you for the rest oh, of their oh, lives. Are you kidding me? You know, and, all you did, to, listen, you're, and all you did you, was just you know say, um, I don't know who yeah. these two people are, I, but I'll go listen, with Courtney Casey. To, I'm going to run into Angela Hill somewhere in about six months. I was a fucking piece of shit. Dude, <laughs> I'm telling fuck? you. I, I used to have a lot of problems with that. Not a lot of problems with that, yeah, I guess. No. <laughs> but because no, why at the end of the day, like yo, I'm like yeah, I got kids. Yeah, I got fucking. So you're gonna pay me to get my opinion? Hey, listen, you gotta understand. Right. And it's another person. And I've been in there, but I see as you said, you've that, heard other people and I pick did somebody that, else. And even though you say it's not personal, I would always be like you motherfuckers. Yeah. Oh, not yeah. really though. But then I started to embrace it with the GSP thing. I'm like, I right, cool. Fuck everybody. But anyway, yeah. uh, <laughs> man, you know this this is a tough one. I'm going to say that Courtney Casey's going to win a, a decision. I think she's going to uh, mix it up a little bit, and uh, she's going to come through, and she's going to get a decision win. All right. Yeah, that's a fair pick. I mean, I'm taking Angela Hill by decision, but, yeah, this is a, this is a close fight. Should be an okay. interesting one. Um, next one is the co-main event, Michael Johnson right. and Andre Feeling. No, they, they, wow. they, wait, hold on. Now, John, what weight class is this, really quick? This is at 145. Yeah, I was saying, Johnson, yeah. he, is this new for him? This is his second fight okay. at Featherweight. Who he, was the first one with? He lost his Featherweight debut to Darren Elkins. He got uh, choked out, rear naked choke. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, you're going to run into Michael Johnson, and it's not going to be so funny. Sorry, right, maybe <laughs> I'll be standing behind Khabib. <sighs> Fuck oh, fucking! How dare you? Why are you booing me? How dare I admit that I'm a frightened man. Yeah. Right. No, I like Michael Johnson. Right. This is what I'm going to say. No, but I would feel safe if I was standing Wow. This is a... I like... I like uh, Feely. Yeah. And it's not just because he's into comic books and shit like I am as a grown uh-huh. man. We did have a nice conversation on the bus back. <laughs> Both of all our... His teammates and mine all make fun of us. But listen to me. That has nothing to do with it. But hey, he's coming off a good... He, I remember he fought... Um, was Bermuda's his last fight? Yeah. That's that's the good confidence builder, man. Because mm-hmm. Bermudez is another guy that's way tougher than his record. You know, poor poor guy can't get a break. Bermudez has some tough decisions. I already know what's going to happen with Feely Johnson. <laughs> Are you like <laughs> I'm just rambling? No. Uh, do you really? You yeah. want me? You want to go before me? No, no, no. You go first. Okay. I'm going to say that I think uh, I think Feely's going to take it, and I think Johnson is tough, but I think he's going to. I think it's going to go. I think it's going to go to a decision. I, why, why do I always pick decisions? Well, you know, sure. Well, I didn't pick uh, it'd be a lot of our decisions. You know what? I think this is going to be a decision. No, <laughs> you couldn't be wronger. Feely, Feely's going to win a knockout. No, what first round? Yep. You know what though? But Michael has been known to get tired. I'm going to say Feely third round finish. Okay, first round. Well, you're off by two rounds. All right. 
Uh, and I had Hold feeling on, what about, by uh, You don't yeah, care about Jason Brillo? Of course. Just cut him off, why I'm don't just you? I, I All right, then don't let our guests I go. I myself am not getting paid to give my decision. No. Oh, yeah, <laughs> listen, you don't have to either. No, I'm kidding. Sooner we get out of here, sooner me and you All go right. across the street and get some Roman pizza. Oh, that's perfect. It what says you Roman let's pizza. Go, let's go Philly. Let's just go Philly okay. just because I... He's uh, hungry. Because I, yeah. I'm going to see all these guys. It's my treat. Actually, I'm going to actually run into all these guys in the locker room on... That's all right. You're not shitting on them. It's just a pick. You never know. Gagey no, versus Vic, man. Now listen. Oh, man. Now this man, first of all, awesome interviews by those Both guys. I like I like I mean, no one really just stood out with me when I when he was talking about those kicks. He's right. Those guys were not checking he said that I don't think Dustin he said he didn't check one of them. No. What the fuck, man? Talk about good timing. And James Vic is a bigger, bigger, lankier dude. Is he it makes it tough, those leg kicks. This is a tough one. Ooh. This is a tough one. Over five rounds. But James Vick talking about changing his life. He means that shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He means it. And James Vick's a guy that you kind of look at him, you're like, ah, I don't know, maybe. But then he comes through, man. He just fucking wins and wins and wins. And Justin does have that attitude where he doesn't quite give as much as an F as far as winning. You know that. Which one's a hometown guy? One of them's hometown, aren't they? Uh, I'm gonna guess. No, Vic is Texas, and Gaethje is he's, oh, he's not a. Is he's he from Arizona, and oh. then he trains out of Colorado now. So. I like that whole changing my life thing. This guy is fucking training, and he doesn't. And he's another conditioned guy, but you could be as conditioned as could you could be. But he takes those leg kicks, man. Yep. Fuck Jason Perillo. God, I'm not big on those. I hate leg kicks. That's a fucking so much fun to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh man! I like, but no one really won me over is when he's like, I, I hope someone, I hope my dream is that my leg broken on somebody's head and wrapped yep. around. Like, and it's, what? <laughs> That's usually somebody's nightmare. Fucking, that might have been the the deciding factor. That's Both crazy. interviews were awesome, but the fact that he's saying he wants his dream is to fucking shatter his leg because he's thrown him out there with a, such abandonment. Decent words, Jimmy. Yeah, yep. abandonment. Abandoned. You like? Did I say it wrong? With abandonment. It's okay. God damn it! Showing that with such reckless abandonment. Right. What? Yeah. All right. I'm going to go <laughs> with Justin Gaethje. James Vick's not an easy... I th- listen, he's been this close to ending a couple of these fights with these leg kicks, and I think he's going to get it done with this one. So what, what round? That is the question, isn't yes. it? Yes. Because I have Gaethje picked as well. Did I'm going to say the fourth Gaethje round. Did two five-rounders round. with Eddie? Um, or are they two three-rounders? It was... Was it a five? I don't remember. Has either I mean, one was, of these guys fought five rounds? Okay, uh, I think Gaethje has. Gaethje's, I'm sure. Sure. yeah, I'm going to look, uh, I'm sure. In... Well, the Michael Johnson fight was a main event, so that was a five-rounder, but I mean, it was... Uh... It didn't go five. Well, the no. Poirier fight went into the fourth round. Right. Um, the beginning, was that towards the early, end? It was like 30 oh, okay. seconds. But he the, wasn't winded. He's not. He got no. just kind of get caught, and then like he said, 10 seconds later, he's, he's got a lot of experience. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Third round, third round I said, stoppage. No, you're wrong. I said fourth round. Yeah, I know. We're one round apart. Okay. We'll uh, laugh about it later. Uh, Jason uh, Gorilla. You said fourth round, Matt? Perillo, not yeah. Perillo. Perillo, tell, talk to us. Tell us. And let everybody hate you. You said third round. You said fourth round. <gasps> I'll say fifth, third. Are you pricing writing us? Three and a half. Three and a half. <laughs> ah, he did the old price. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That right. price is right. You got to go, go under, though. <laughs> round two. Said, you did go under. You went round three. He said four. Oh, I said four. You said four. I said three. Right. Oh, Jason said two. He said two. I, right. I think I'm going to go. This is a really tough one. I love watching Gaethje fight. I'm a big fan of And that's of today's guys. episode. No, so listen, on. everybody. Oh, wait. Ah, James Vick. I'm going to take go ahead, buddy. James Vick. Fourth round. Boom me. Submission. Okay. 
Oh, listen. Do you hit though sometimes? Because you, when you're that, I mean, never, never. When you're that adamant about that, you're like arm bar, man. Not a choke, not That's an right. arm bar in the fourth round. Yeah. You, yeah have you hit, I mean, yeah, have I'm you, probably like one for 50 on those. Yeah. Okay. You know what this smile is? There's a smile of a fat kid that's about to have a slice of pizza. <laughs> All right, listen, this was fun. Thank you, Justin Gaethje. Thank you, James Vick. Of course, Jason Perillo, it was great having you in. You want to plug anytime. anything, Jay? Thank you. You want to plug anything? Anything to plug, buddy? Your sponsor? RBCA. No, I, I don't like to, I don't know. I, don't, I never know. When, any, when anybody ever says that you want to plug somebody, I don't even know what that means. I Me, mean, well, I get it, it like my sponsor. It's yeah. it does the Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy's usually the guy getting plugged. Oh, yeah. But, oh, yeah. but no, yeah. Uh, no, like you're a sponsorship? That's yeah, a Ruka, Ruka, yeah. They, hey, it's they a great company. They take great care of me, and, and, and I, I'm very happy with the company. I'm, and I'm stoked. Were you, were you just saying that on air about getting a slice of pizza, or you really want to get a he slice of pizza? No, I really do. Okay, like awesome. It. And well, pictures to prove well, it. Well, you have a beer. Fuck yeah. What am I, a child? I'm a yeah, beer with you after that. Go to jimnorton.com. I got a bunch of dates coming up. I'm going to be in Houston. I'm going to be in San Antonio. I'm going to be here in New York at Caroline's and uh, the Chip Chipperson podcast in Long Island, which Matt will hopefully be a part of. And I guess we'll see in a few days. Hey, we oh, got, by the way. Hey, there's an art show tonight if you guys want to go. Oh, to there's an art show? Veruca, if you guys are in art. I mean, it'd be cool. I can't. Oh, anybody. Yeah. If, maybe I'll be there too for this art show. In yeah. the fucking. Yeah. We were almost out of here. Fuck that art show. You know what I'm going to be doing? Uh, shows. Uh, I'm going to be putting a map of Hawaii in my own stomach. That's my <laughs> art show. But seriously, people, Dana White looking for a fight. The Mem- Memphis episode. It's out. And boy. Is it a good time? Goodbye, everybody. Train some martial arts. Do some jiu-jitsu. Hit some pads. Goodbye. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.